Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. Finally, we can discuss NBA basketball that that's real. That like is actually like basketball. It's not preseason basketball. It's not some other random thing. Like this, this starting tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this on the car ride to work, if you still do that, it counts. <coughs> we made it, guys. We made it. We made this it. Like, this felt like a long off season. I don't it was because- so long. It was so long. I don't know if it's because the previous off seasons were so short with like the pandemic yeah. and like trying to catch up on the calendar year. Well, but it was also like, nothing, nothing happened this off season. It was very quiet. No, the Donovan Mitchell trade is like the biggest thing to happen. And that just happened. Yeah. And that's normally like the seventh biggest thing to happen. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I'm Tim Daniel here with Sean Mackey and we're here for basketball, real basketball. And I'm very excited this uh we're going to kind of discuss our kind of our, our favorite storylines going into the season get some of our discussions in this as well um uh, before we get started though i want to ask i know you're not much of a, a tiktok person um i'm not either i just use it for like recipes and video game sheets um but literally i have two collections on my profile it's low calorie recipes and video game walkthroughs those are the two collections oh tim yeah yeah. Oh, Tim. Yeah. So, um, there's this like group on there. Have you ever heard of We Know Ball? They're a podcast. I've never heard of We Know Ball. No. Okay. Um, so it's like these guys, and they've only been doing these episodes for like weeks now, where they're like predicting what Bill Simmons is gonna say, and so they'll put their episode up the day before Simmons Pod comes up. Okay. And dude. They're hitting every single thing they're saying. They'll be like, you know, uh, Bill has um, Zach Lowe on, and I'm sure one of them's going to be like, are we sure Zion's good? And lastly, you know, he goes, is Zion really worth the wait? And he's like, you know, they're going to have a conversation like, are we sure this that LeBron's going to this career with the Lakers? Like, this is what he wants? And it's like, do we actually know if LeBron, this is LeBron's last year with the Lakers or not? And it's like, they're hitting every single thing because it's so predictable. Wow. And they were talking about the Clippers and they were like, you know, actually the same thing I said, where I'm like, I want to see it before I start buying it and get like excited about them. And he's like, Simmons is going to be like, man, I got to, I got to see it to believe it to make sure this is accurate. Sure enough on the episode, he goes, can I see them play basketball before I crown them the champions? <laughs> they were yeah. doing like everything. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Spe- speaking of the Clippers, I, I'm I'm assuming you've heard of their their new streaming service that they have launched. No. Okay. All right. So finally, I know something that you don't. Makes me feel really good. So this season, Steve Ballmer and the LA Clippers are launching something called Clipper Vision. Hmm. Okay. So what is Clipper Vision? Um, they have a bunch of different options that you can pick with. 
Baller Vision will feature live commentary from some of the Clipper Nation's biggest and most well-known personalities, which includes Jamal Crawford, Baron Davis, Paul Pierce, Quentin Richardson, and Matt Barnes, along with occasional guest appearances from Steve Ballmer himself. That's super cool. <laughs> so uh, they're going to have traditional Clippers broadcasts. Um, they're going to have Clipper Vision in Korean. <laughs> they're going to have Court Vision mascot mode. This stream will feature new and enhanced animations, graphics, and special effects added in real time with machine learning, an expansion of a similar mode from Clippers Court Vision. And then Clippers Court Vision is fan favorite augmented reality streams that are that are back. It says fan, fan favorite augmented reality streams are back. The Court Vision stream, similar to a shot IQ mode in the Clippers Court Vision beta, which I guess is something that came out last year, will carry over augmented graphics for real-time shot probability, statistics, and more. Like, they're going super high-tech. This is $17 a month as well. That's really cool. Like, that's a really, really cool idea. But who's buying it, man? People in Los Angeles because they have money. Okay. All right. Not me. I will not. But You're you're not going to be a a first-time streamer with 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 clippers vision i'm not giving the clippers any money no money okay None. all right why so we could talk in classic lore of chris Kamen and Corey mcgetty i'm good <laughs> i'm all right okay Thanks. okay Thanks. okay i'm sorry i had to just bring that up i just i just saw that and i thought it's, it was wild it's a cool idea i think the nets were talking about doing something similar sure. to that for a little while but i think um, i think uh we're gonna see more and more of these teams come out and, and do things like that for, for fan engagement and uh, just to, you know, give some people some more options. And they're also just really trying to make money right now. Like they are really going all out to do whatever they can to empty your pocketbook right now, since apparently everybody's rich. Yeah. I saw that NBA announced the NBA ID today. I haven't really looked much into the details, but I'm like, if I have league pass, why do I need that? So I'll check it out. I'll look into it. Let's actually talk about stuff on the court here. Yes, let's um, do it. All right. So last week, we know the past couple of weeks, we've done our biggest questions. We've done our award predictions. Uh, so now it's kind of like, let's kind of talk about some of the most unique storylines uh, of the of the NBA going on. And uh, I want to start in Golden State because obviously the moves they made with the recent re-signings of Jordan Poole and um, Andrew Wiggins and yeah. you know, kind of moving forward Huge. with that. So. This is the last year of Draymond Green as a Golden State Warrior, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. He might be gone by All-Star break, honestly. I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. I think he'll I think he'll finish the year with the team. You think he's gonna finish the league? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean he's got a player option, right? For what, twenty three million next year or yeah, but I mean everyone million, picks up twenty eight million. Everyone picks up their player option. It just, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, he I don't think he's going to make 28 million. He goes someplace else for that. So, it's like he's going to be Yeah, so maybe this is the true last dance, but maybe not the last dance for this team. Um I I think that Draymond, yeah, Draymond's the odd man out here. Um they made it evidently clear by throwing that much money at Jordan Poole and that much money at Andrew Wiggins. Uh, both were absolutely incredible in the playoffs and Wiggins in the finals. He was after all those years of scrutiny and everything, he lived up to every bit of the hype and he actually ended up fitting in with that team. I would say as well, maybe better than Harrison Barnes did pre getting Kevin Durant. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, this is kind of really, really, a really fun idea to see. Like, this is the Warriors version of the Last Stand. So, like, you know, everyone was talking about when Draymond punched Jordan Poole and everything that came out after that. And yeah, like, obviously, really, really, really disgusting to see. But um, also, like, his head coach can be like going to Jordan Poole and been like, yeah, dude been through that myself been, been 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 there i know exactly and and you know i think it was maybe it was candace parker who came out today and said this shit happens all the time on teams you just don't hear about it so sure. you know publicizing stuff like this this the the media loves when stuff like this trickles out of of practices and everything they make a big deal about it and i'm hoping that this is i mean I think the stuff with Draymond goes deeper than than just the the Jordan Poole um, punch, but I mean this stuff probably does happen all the time. I mean we heard you know Corey Blunt on here, you know, a couple months back talking about you know Shaq and Kobe going at it. You know, if like that was known then and this time, that would be huge news, huge news. Sure. But they just they just kept it in house and moved forward and you know but it is a little harder to move forward when every second of the day is scrutinized now on social media and everywhere else. So um, I really really do feel like um, you know I think I feel like this team's gonna move past that. You know I don't think it's gonna be, but the media might not let it go. I agree. Um, it's going to be really unique. Um, I'm excited to see how this plays out. To me, I still think they're the, they're the title. They're the title favorites. Um, but yeah, man. over over Philly, huh? Yeah, I think that's my finals. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah. All right. What about you? What's 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 the big storyline you're keeping your eye on going into the season? The big storyline that I am I'm I'm looking at. Well, can. My, my big one is, can the Philadelphia 70... Well, no, no, no. We're not going to talk about Philly. We're going to go back to the Lakers. <laughs> we're going to go. I'm going to go there. I feel like TMZ right now. <laughs> Are the Lakers going to remain a relevant team this season? Is going to be my biggest, my biggest thing. Does Russell Westbrook accept a role off the bench? Does that happen? Yes. You think he accepts it? I think he's not going to have a choice. Okay. All very, right. We're very at the Carmelo Anthony level when he had to go through this process. Okay. Where it was like, this is all you got. Yeah. Uh, look, they're like, look, we tried to send you other teams. Nobody wanted you. No one wanted to pay you what you're going to make this year. We're stuck with you. If you want to play, this is how it's going to be. Now, Dennis Schroeder has the injury. So he's out for a few weeks. Yes. Does that mean that this is a delayed plan? Do they go ahead and just start Pat Bev and Kendrick Nunn? That's where it gets really interesting to me. Um, I am in the market of play Pat Bev and Kendrick Nunn together with LeBron, AD, and Damian Jones. I think that that's their best five man. Um, I think, you know, Kendrick Nunn is a decent shooter. Uh, Pat Bev, we like don't talk about it much because he doesn't shoot much, but he's a career 38% three-point shooter. Um, you know, three, four shots a game. He'd take have to take much more as a starting NBA player, obviously. But you know, his job is there to play defense. And Anthony Davis came out today and said, Look, 
We want to prove a point. We play the chance tomorrow. We want people to know we're still here. And I appreciate the sentiment, um, but I don't feel like obviously they're going to match up. But I think Russell Westbrook does. I don't think he has a choice. I think he's starting to realize he doesn't have a choice. And until they actually come up with that Pacers trade, or if they come up with that Pacers trade, um, this is all he's got. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Do we? Do they? One guy I feel like we're not talking about enough here because he's young and he's he just got there is Lonnie Walker. Does he get any any run in that position at all? Yeah, I think they're pretty high on him. I, uh, I'm high on him. I'm not. You're not? Okay. I feel like he's just like an average player on both sides of the ball that gets a lot of credit because he's tall. Um, don't be wrong. I think like his activism, his story is amazing. Like discussing why he cut his dreads and like having the strength and the, and, you know, the courage to do so is amazing. I, I think he's one of those guys that has potential. Now this could just be complete bullshit, but like looking at his numbers over the years and being able to play himself onto a team. And last year he played, you know, 70 games. Um, he's gotten a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. Is this a guy who comes out and is, you know, I'm trying to think about who I could compare him to. Maybe like a Kyle Lowry type guy. Is he a guy who blooms into something that easy? Kind of a late bloomer on that, you know, being around someone like LeBron, uh, does, does, you know, does that benefit him? Does that make it absolutely, him it absolutely benefits him. He's going to have much more open opportunities to shoot threes. Like, you know, he didn't have in San Antonio, no disrespect to guys like DeMar DeRozan, DeJounte Murray. Um, obviously, you know, we loved it. We love DeMar DeRozan here at this part. Um, but I think that, you know, he could be kind of what Kyle Korver was in Cleveland as far as like that guy that stands in the corner and has open three opportunities. Okay. But I think he'll be, I'm not in love with his game, but I think, you know, could LeBron James pick him better? Certainly. LeBron James won an NBA championship with Amon Shumpert playing major minutes off the bench. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I like that one. That's obviously going to be one that we're going to be talking about a lot, I'm sure. Whether we like it or not. Yeah, we're not going to have a choice. All right. I will stick in Los Angeles. Should we believe this Clippers team is for real? Um, Kind of. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, it totally does. Actually. Kind of. Kind yeah. of. Because everything everything completely rides on, on Kawhi actually coming in and, and playing his ass off and becoming that guy. I agree with that. I you know, I think Paul George you can count on for at least fifty five games or so. Yeah. Um I love their role players, you know. Oh yeah, they're they're a stacked team. They're yeah, they're, team. They have a great coach who's awesome at in-game adjustments. Probably the best in the game right now in yeah. game adjustments. Um, yeah, I like uh, I like how they're set up. I just don't know if I trust the big three guys they have because they all have serious injury or lack of playing history. Yeah, I mean, and some of it's kind of, with with Kawhi. We're we're kind of just I don't know. I feel like we don't ever really get the full scoop on him. Never do. He's, he's just he's just a mysterious dude. Yeah. I agree. All right. What do you got? Is this Philly's year? Is this is, it? 
is there going to be a better opportunity for them to have a year than right now? I don't think so. So I think it has to be their year. It's it is their best opportunity um, since five years ago. I a thousand percent agree. And I'm and I'm going to go back that five the the year that they had all those shooters on the team. They had Ben Simmons playing at a high level. They had you know all those guys or or even you know the season where they ended up losing to you know, the Raptors, you know, I mean, they've had, they've come so close so many times. They've like, you want to talk about a team, you know, if we're talking about a team that's, that's had to grind through other ones, if they are able to make it to the NBA finals this season, they really, really, really had to go through some shit to get there. This is not, you know, there's, there's been so many good teams in the East and they've had so many weird things happen. Ben Simmons, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, having uh, Joel Embiid uh, initially come in and and not play for two years, the first couple of years, they've had all these different things that they've went through to get where they're at. And, uh, you know, and they have James Harden now. And these guys have the potential to be the best pairing in the NBA this year. And uh, even if James Harden is, you know, a third of what he typically is, they're still in pretty good shape. You just kind of, I was going to ask you to follow on that. Is Tyrese Maxey now the second best player on the Sixers? No, not yet. Not yet. I, I, I think he I, is. I think he's going to get there. I don't think he's there at the beginning of the season. We'll see though. Yeah. So. All right. Here's a fun one. Open, totally open-ended. Love it. Who is the team that takes the big step this year? Maybe competes in conference finals. Maybe kind of shows like they're here to stay as they build for the future. Ooh, man, that is a good one. Um, big you know my st- answer, but I'm, I'm going to wait for you to give yours before I give mine. Big step. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say big step. I'm going to say comeback. I could say I could say Denver. You know, I feel like they could they could definitely make some serious noise this year. But I, Miami again, I. I I mean, there's so many of these guys that are that are just there's so many teams that are just in the mix every year now. And the last three seasons have just been a complete and utter crapshoot. So, you know, I who who are you gonna say? Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay. Okay. How many other teams have four all stars? It's true. Golden State. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean you know, there's teams that have guys who can be four all stars. They're gonna the the Cleveland Cavaliers this year are gonna be a problem. You're not gonna be able to walk into their home arena and get away with an easy win this year. It's just not gonna happen. They are they have two defensive powerhouses. They have one of the best small men in basketball now. Um, and also, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a really good bench, a really really good bench, and. Got a hell of a point guard, man. Oh, such a good team. Yeah. I, uh, when their jerseys were announced at the end of the offseason, I was really like kind of disappointed with them. Seeing them more and more, kind of dig the gold lettering on the red jersey. I think it looks really cool. Is it a red jersey or maroon jersey? Wine, I think is wine. the correct w- wine. Wine's kind of maroon. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why we started calling it wine, you know? You know, LeBron came to town and they were wine and gold. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. 
All right. So, yeah, I'm sticking with my Cavaliers pick on that. Okay. Uh, what do you got? All right. Do the Sacramento Kings make the playoffs this yep, year? Yep, they do. They do? Yep. Okay. I'm in. I at least to play in, I should say. Does that count? They're going to make – yeah, that's, that's the playoffs now. Okay. So, so De'Aaron Fox, I've said it all year, was super good post-trade deadline. It was awesome last year. Uh, yep. They have Doma They have Doma to Sabonis, who they can run their team through as far yep. as the offensive side of the ball. Yep. Keegan Murray is going to be a problem. I don't think people understand when I talk about him how good he is going to be. He was one of the most solid college basketball players in the country last year. There's a reason he went as high as he did. There's a reason he went over Jaden Ivey. I love Keegan Murray. I think bringing in Malik Monk to be an off-the-bench scorer. Yep. They have a coach who's been around winning for a very long time, who knows, you know, who now understands what it takes to be a championship contender. So he can bring what he brought from Golden State to their to their organization. I'm in. You're all in on that. Okay. Well, that's man, you answered that one quick. You there was no pause in that or anything. You were just going for it. Can't wait. Okay. Okay. They're, they're a league pass team for the first time, probably since League Pass existed. All right. All right. Throw one at me. At what point do teams start game planning to lose for Victor Wembeyama? Christmas. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it's before All-Star break. They're they're going to go all in now because, I mean, you know, if you didn't listen to our last episode, we both kind of agreed that winning the draft this year would, would be bigger for a team than winning the championship, which is absurd. Absolutely absurd for us to even say. I feel like that goes against everything we believe in as fans. But... You know, shit happens, man. And and sometimes, you know, I, and and you know what? And we, we kind of talked about this privately the other day, and I, I mentioned this, but, like, we've had three solid years of kind of – not that the league play has been bad. It's still been – it's been great. The play has not dropped off at all. But the storylines – are not there to carry the season like they were four or five years ago. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, you know, it, ever since I, I feel like Anthony Davis was traded, I feel like that was like a huge storyline. Huge. And, you know, James Harden getting traded last year, you would think that that was going to be a, a, a huge, you know, thing. that. But they flamed out in the, in the playoffs. So – Victor coming to the league next year is a huge storyline no matter where he goes. No matter where he goes. So, now I have one for you. Go for it. Kind of, I'm going to do kind of a two-parter from, from that one. Which teams completely go all in on tanking around Christmas time? Like, which ones are going to lean in hard? Uh, the obvious two, obvious three would be Oklahoma City, San Antonio, and I think Utah has basically done everything they possibly can to already begin the process. Yes. I think I think Danny Ainge has really uh, set the dominoes up over in Utah to get this going. Yeah. So Derpy Gaming's in the chat. He said, I'm curious how the pieces from Cleveland will turn on Utah. 
Um, I can tell you, as guys who watched a lot of Lori Barkinen, you guys had one year where he played probably his best basketball. That was his ceiling. He's never getting back to that. So don't worry yeah. about what he does in Utah. Yeah. It's not going to be anything as special as you had in Cleveland. Do not, if you're a Utah Jazz fan, do not talk yourself into Lori Markkinen. Don't do it. Don't do he's, it. He's he's a complete and utter fraud. The only reason Chicago picked him in the draft, they didn't even scout him. They just were like, well, he's next best person, I guess. On the, that, that was literally what happened. And I've been butthurt about that ever since. Lori Markkinen is the real life like lace potato chips. You get so excited when you see the bag, right? And then you open the bag and just all this air comes out and there's no chips in there. It's just all yeah, very yeah, little yeah. chip. Yeah. Very little chip. Yeah. Mm. Good way like to describe Lori Markkinen. I like that one. Yeah. All right. What should we expect from the Boston Celtics without their head coach? I think uh, Boston's going to do quite a bit of the same that they did last year. I think they're going to be very, very, very good. Uh, if Malcolm Brogdon stays healthy this season, um, they're going to be in, in just great shape this year. I think, uh, you know, the it's very similar kind of to the way that we kind of felt in Cincinnati this year about the Bengals returning, you know, to the playoffs and, and, and stuff that I feel like there are extremely high hopes for the Boston Celtics this year. Um, Jason Tatum uh, put up one of the worst performances I think I've ever seen in NBA finals history. He was, he was such a drop off last year that like, I think that he is going to come out with a vengeance this year and just really let everybody have it. And, uh, you know, it's going to happen, man. I, I think they're going to get through the, uh, the coach stuff soon and, and move forward. And I think they're going to be, if they stay healthy, they're, they're back. They could very well be back in the Eastern conference finals next year, this year, next year. I, I have a lot of, a lot of confidence in this Celtics being really good still. And I think you're going to see it tomorrow. Um, my hot take on the Celtics though, is I think Jalen Brown's better than Jason Tatum this year. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Uh, there's been, there's been waves through the last couple of years where I, I feel that way a lot, you know, and he was, uh, and Marcus smart is so good too. And they have so many good and, you know, props for them going all in on some homegrown talent. Yeah, for you know? sure. You know, props on all of that, doing some, some smooth moves to get some good guys in there. And then also being able to, you know, get Brogdon on the team this year. I think it's just, I, they have so many, um, so many weapons. And, you know, if, uh, you know, they get Time Lord back, when's he supposed to come back? I think it's only like a month or so. A month or so. He's, he's a big part of what they do too. So, um, you know, I, I think they're going to be in great shape. I, I don't see a, I don't really, I don't see any drop off from this team at all. However, other teams in the East got slightly better. So. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm t- I totally agree with you. All right, what do you got? Does Lonzo Ball play at all this year? That's so funny you say that because mine was going to be on a scale of 1 to 10, rate your confidence, Nayo Dunsunmu. Um, yes. Yes. Okay. I think he plays. I think he's back around the All-Star break. You think Lonzo's back at the All-Star break? Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't have that confidence. One to ten, your confidence in Nayo Dunsunmu this year as the starting point guard for the Bulls. Um, a six. Okay, I feel the same way. I think he's gonna be really good. I, I he's, really. He's gonna be. He's gonna be really good. Uh, he's still, you know, young. 
I mean, if you didn't, if you weren't watching Bulls basketball this last year, he was a uh, a diamond in the rough with that team. And anytime he came out, I mean, there were so many sequences where you know, you know, he was guarding people full court when he had no, there was no reason why he would do it and get a steal. And you're just, you look at a guy like that who just plays with such grit and determination, and somebody who wants to get better. He's that guy, and uh, you know, I. I really, he was my favorite player last year for that team. Yeah, me too. I think like you're starting to see Billy Donovan putting the identity together. Um, If you look at the last three years, so he's had three drafts now with the Bulls. First one, he took Patrick Williams, who was known as this dynamic defender. Last year, he takes Io, who is a really good defender. And this year, he took Dalen Terry, who also is a really good defender. I think you're starting to see them build this this dynamic of young guys who are solid, long defenders to kind of go with their offensive weapons that they have in DeMar and, R- and Levine and Vooch and guys like that. So I like it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Is it my turn or your turn? I can go. I'm going to, I'll throw one at you. Cool. Who is the first big name to request a trade this year? Kevin Durant. Again, you think he's going to do it again? I do too. I, I think they're going to fall apart. I I, just, I have no confidence in the Nets whatsoever because of all those egos and all the things, all the drama they've already had. It wasn't I like mean, the drama was like, not, get rid of this guy. It was. And, and you notice we haven't even brought them up. We haven't even brought them up yet. Yeah. You know, this is a team that, that still has three all-stars that are not old. And, and we're not even talking about this team. There's just, you know, any shot on them making some noise this season. Oh, of course there's a shot on them making some noise. If everything okay. like comes together the way it's supposed to, they might win the East. But, you know, who has actually confidence enough to say, like, everything's going to go the way it's supposed to with them? Because I don't no. think anyone does. No, I, I don't either. So we you... You and I are completely in agreement on that. We both feel like Kevin Durant will request a trade again at some point. I feel like the Nets are going to be back in the play-in. Yeah. Yeah. They will. I really do. I like it. Yeah, I definitely do. All right. Does this work in Minnesota? Yes. I feel the same way. Yes. Um, I heard some rumblings today that D'Angelo Russell is probably not going to be extended with this yeah. team. Um, he's kind of going to be the odd man out, which is fine. But um, this team's drafted well. They ended up getting Rudy Gobert. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns is probably absolutely ecstatic that he does not have to play center anymore. That's the thing about all these big guys. <laughs> these big guys that are they don't one, do it. 100% centers. 100% without a doubt centers. They're like, I want to do all that. They're like Chris Bosch down in Miami. <clears throat> I thought we was just going to chill. You know? You know, I mean, that is every big man in the NBA right now. Yeah, except for Rudy Gobert. You're right. Except for Rudy Gobert. And, you know, and I, I, I you, you've, you've pounded on you that you're not a big Rudy oh, Gobert God. fan at all. But, yeah. I mean, the guy, the stuff, the, the stuff that that guy does, you got to respect it at some point, though. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, his whole identity is defense, which is so rare 
for for any player. I mean, the only other player that I can think that like I I think about a guy like that, like I think Jared Allen is very much you know cut from the same cloth as that. Yeah, you're right. Um, those two are basically the guys. Yeah. So and Mitchell but, Robinson, I think you can make a case for. Yeah, he he is too. He is too. But I mean, these guys they don't want to get down low. They don't want to be banging with. Steven Adams on a Tuesday night, you know, and it's like, this is going to let him do whatever, but here, this is the thing about, about cat. This is his opportunity to take his game to another level that we have not seen yet. Okay. We brought in this guy who's going to do all the dirty shit that you basically refuse to do. And then you've been written off as soft. Okay. We're going to let you play the four. Now you're going to be able to spread the floor. You're going to be able to shoot your threes. You know, he's a great shooter. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a good passer. He does a lot of good things. If bringing him in, bringing in this, <laughs> bringing in this, this guy, if he doesn't bring cat to his next potential, what happens from there within a year? I think uh, we're talking about cat playing somewhere else. Yeah, I do too. I, I think he requests the trade. Yeah. I'm shocked so, he hadn't. So, yeah, uh, yeah. D'Angelo Russell, Lakers point guard, 2023-24 season. Full circle, baby. Full circle. Yeah. All right. We got. Does Damian Lillard bring the Portland Trailblazers back into prominence this year? Nope. I don't think so either. Who the hell on that team is going to play defense besides Jeremy Grant? No one. That's a. It's kind of shitty that he's he's there now. Like he was going to be such an asset for so many other teams, and like it's like you you threw him down in Portland, and you know. Yeah, it's uh, I'm not very high on Portland, at all. As okay. You can tell. Okay. Okay. This one's really interesting. All right. So, what is a realistic expectation for Zion this year? What's like a Okay, because, you know, everyone's like, oh, he's back. And, you know, there's a lot of like, oh, it's going to be the same thing over and over again. There's also a lot of like MVP. Like, where is it to be fair on Zion Williamson? I think a success story for him is he plays 55 to 60 games. And he gets the Pelicans at least to the play-in. I think think that's it. I think they're good enough to be in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, sure. But he, I think he has to actually get them there. I think they need to – they really need to – you're right. They, they really need to make it to the playoffs for that to be, you know, a success in the mind of that. But, yeah, I think uh, he's going to have to play 55 – he's going to need to stay on the fucking floor. You know, yeah. he got he got in great shape. I mean, that – after watching that, that commercial that he cut with Zach Levine last year, like, I mean, I was on here talking. I was like, I don't think we're ever going to see him play again. Yeah. Like, and then, and, uh, I mean, it just looks like he just fell in love with just hanging out and, you know, watching TV. That's fine. And then he was like, you know what? I'm actually going to take all this body fat off and put muscle on. And you've yeah. been warned. Yeah. I mean, I think I think one of the commentators on 2K cited the best. He's a he's a rhino with a jetpack. Yeah. <laughs> he's a rhino with a jetpack. He showed up the media day and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. He got a chef. For, for he got a chef. <laughs> he's uh 
I mean, he's only what six six, but he looks massive. He looks massive. So um, I'm I'm he's gonna be definitely be a, a league pass team team for me just because of what what he brings. He's so exciting to watch. I love watching him play. Yeah, I agree. All right, so a couple more before we get out of here. Okay. What do you got? All right. Do the Miami Heat make it back to the NBA Conference Finals? I mean, talent-wise, they're awesome, right? And they're the Miami yeah. Heat. Like, their foundation is winning. The best, the best. Yeah, it's winning. It's winning. Anything less than winning is unacceptable with the Miami Heat. There's no down year. Yeah. But Boston, Milwaukee, Cleveland, uh, Philly, you know, Philly, Atlanta, Toronto. Yeah. I'm going to say no, but I think they win 50 games this year. Okay. 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 All right. <clears throat> back to back. I like it, Sean. All right. I'm going to do one for you here. Odds on Trey Young being the scoring leader for the year. Huh. I think he might be my pick for the scoring title. Yeah. I think with Murray... Yeah, with Murray going there and he could play more off the ball and cut and not to worry so much about being a defender. Yeah. We talked about that as one of the probably the best the best move of the summer getting getting him over there. And I just I think he's going to be incredible this year. I do too. He's going to I be think he, I think he's he's, he's going to be a menace this season. Yeah, he's going to be unreal. All right. I had a couple I wrote down, so I'm just going through them real quick. All right. What's a success story for the Houston Rockets? Um, 32 wins. Are you happy with 32 wins for this team? Do you think I'm happy? Like I'm happy with. I'm happy with 32 wins and a uh, and a uh, rookie of the year trophy. Very possible. I like Jabari a lot. Draft him in our my dynasty league. So, so did you see that they re-signed Kevin Porter for big money? Big money. I mean, they threw a lot at Kevin Porter. I was kind of shocked about that. Um, yeah, it sounds like he's going to be their point guard, and Jalen Green's going to be there too for for the future. So, I, I like that. I like that. I do too. They're an interesting team. Like they're going to be one of those teams. If I'm flipping through League Pass on a night, and you know they're playing, you know. San Antonio or, or or the Pelicans or something like that. I I'm probably gonna want to watch it. I think it's good. I think they're gonna be a lot of fun. So, um, but yeah, I think 32 wins, rookie of the year trophy. I think they're gonna be. Uh, I think that's they. They're building some good stuff down there. They really are. So yeah. I'm I'm excited for that team. Right. Yeah, I am too. All right, I got one for you. You ready for it? Two more, so we can get you out of here in time. Okay. Here we go. So what happens if Luca doesn't make the playoffs this season? He got injured. That's it. That's it. 
That's the only way I see it That's happening. the only way it's happening? Okay. He's too good, man. He's just too good. He's a he's a drag your team all the way uphill guy. But the West, I feel like there's there's some teams in the West that got better. I agree, but I mean Luca might be okay. the best player at his age ever. Might be. Hey, oh, I agree. I agree. I agree. I just wish they would give him a little bit more to work with over there. Because yeah. Bert Berton's not my guy. Not not anybody's guy. <laughs> with you. With you there. And and you know, uh Christian Wood, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for that, but you know Me too. I don't know, man. I don't know. I have I have some doubts going down in Dallas this year. I don't know. I don't I don't feel good about him. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, let it here. Last okay. one. What is it gonna take for Nikola Jokic to beat voter fatigue and get his third straight MVP? Uh thirty eight a game. <laughs> 38 12 and like nine yes yes and they have to win in a in a very uh competitive league uh the denver nuggets would need to make they'd need to win 64 games i like it okay all right dude let's end it right here so nba finals pick is i'm going Yours? golden state philly golden state wins in seven Ooh, okay, okay. Um, I'm also going to go Golden State. Um, and I am going to go with... Um, I'm actually going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks again. I don't know why. Like, I, I feel like Philly is going to be the team, but like, there's just something that tells me that Giannis is just like, I, I, can't, I can't lose again. I agree. I think uh, that's definitely a very strong possibility. All right. Well, you heard it here. So we're going to go and wrap this up. I'm so excited to be talking about basketball that matters and is real. Um, it is back. It is back. We're yeah. here. Finally. So can't wait to kind of catch up with everything. Please keep an eye for everything going on. Uh, give us a follow on all our social medias at the 48 minutes network. Go buy some gear. 48 minutes, basketball network. Merch make.com and get some t-shirts, some sweatshirts. It's that time of the year. And also, Five-star reviews, they go a long way for us. So on behalf of Sean, this is Tim Daniel. Have a good night, everybody.